Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Big Ten Football and Beyond for this Wednesday, March 25th. I am Chris Landry, taking you through the world of college football and recapping the week that was in the Big Ten. A lot to get to. You know, there is some, uh, you don't know, we always say at the top we'd like to talk about the big news around the country that's making the news that kind of resonates and We'll certainly do that, but there's not been a whole lot with spring practice um, in a halt. Um, we've got some recruiting information, some uh, nondescript transfer portal information. Uh, we've got the latest in recruiting on LandryFootball.com, but nothing that's earth-shattering. We're taking you through a look around each position and some key players that might be breakout players in college football this year. We've talked about some of the receivers. Now got some of the running backs. Um, that's also on LandryFootball.com as well. So check that out. We are still getting a lot of information from around the country with coaches that are more and more concerned about the future of this football season and whether we're going to have one or not. Um, certainly we're not going to be able to answer that question here, and we certainly hope that you continue to be safe continue to heed the warning of our health professionals uh, and hopefully we can get through this uh, we're going to again talk some transfer news talk some uh, recruiting news but we're going to talk a lot also about NFL draft film room nuggets players in the Big Ten what I'm noticing inside the film room uh, big news, obviously, we've started our draft boards up on LandryFootball.com. Got the quarterback draft board, the running back slash fullback draft board, and we're going to work our way through it. We're going to have them all done uh, by this weekend, maybe even sooner. And then we're going to put the horizontal draft board, which is the best players regardless of position. So you want to make sure that you keep it on LandryFootball.com if you're not yet a member 
take advantage of the scouting season offered today. Um, less than the magazine subscription, less than $5 a month will get you not only the best draft room information, draft boards, scouting reports, um, free agent boards, scouting reports. And listen, just like we do the free agent boards, we, we described how every player in the league by position graded out. Well, in our draft board, this is an NFL-style draft board. This is not, you know, some list like other people have that, oh, let me give you my top 50. None of that matters who's your top 50. How many of them are graded in the uh, superstar ability category? How many in the immediate starter? How many of them potential starter? you got to be able to know that. you got to be able to describe that. And that's what we got for you. Where are the cutoff points? How many first-round grades? How many second-round grades? By position, where there's depth. You know, you just say, well, they got a lot of receiver depth. Is there? Where are the depths? Who are the players? Is, is there a lot of depth? Oh, a lot of depth. That means third, fourth round? No, not necessarily. How about the other positions? Do we see the run on receivers early so that in the third round you're not going to get the receiver that you think your team's going to get? Maybe, maybe not. That's what the draft board will teach you and will get you certainly up to speed on all that, what it means. We've got critical factors for each position, how to understand the draft board. It's a real NFL draft board. So check it out today on LandryFootball.com and take advantage of that scouting season offer, which will get you a full calendar year's worth of information if you take advantage of it. You can try it out for a month, three months as well, whatever your um, pleasure. want to also remind you about our great friends and sponsors here at the Landry Football's Conference Call um, group of podcasts. Not only this podcast, the college podcast each and every day, but our pro football show, they bring it to you. They're responsible for it. So we appreciate you listening, and we appreciate you supporting them. Give them a call. Give them a text. Tell them that you heard about them from us, and maybe learn a little bit about what they do. No commitment needed. Got a little extra time. You're at home now, perhaps. Maybe you don't have to travel to and from work. Give them a call. Give them a text and say, I'd like to learn a little bit more about what you do. Um, get a, an opinion on what's going on in today's market and how it affects you and get a better feel for things as opposed to just in a panic and not understanding how to deal with certain things. Give them a call or a text today, one 998 5879 401k generation easy to remember Eddie Rojas is the team leader there 18669985879 So we're going to talk a little bit uh today about some of the prospects that are in the Big 10 that will make up I think a big portion of the draft, if you look at the players, is um, you can see <clears throat> and you will see that uh, there's a few players, a couple of them, 
in the top ten in the overall horizontal board from the Big Ten. Um, and uh, four overall first-round talents uh, in the uh, graded players inside uh, the horizontal board over on LandryFootball.com, and we're going to be unveiling that once we get the position boards done. But we're going to talk about some guys that I think are good players, a lot of depth, a lot of good players from the league, and uh, we're going to talk about Worfs and uh, Utah Gross Matos in detail in draft room-style scouting reports. But um, looking at Zach Bond, the Wisconsin linebacker, really good pass rusher, undersized, no doubt. But when he went up against offensive tackles off the edge last year, he was really good. Of course, he showed his ability – his athletic ability at the combine one five four, and again, that's why we do it to see that it translates. The combination of pass rush ability and speed, you know, could be really an effective blitz. Maybe somebody like Baltimore that uh, blitzes a lot more than anybody in the league might be a good fit for him. Um, for Iowa cornerback Michael Ojemuda, um, to me, it looks like. Um, a cover two, press corner. It's not as physical, ideally, as you like, but he's a guy that um, is very productive on the ball, doesn't have um, great instincts, but he's productive from a physical standpoint, just doesn't play or see the ball quick enough. Um and so I worry a little bit about his instincts, but he's a physical, long, press cover corner that I think is the best fit there. Of course, the best of the bunch, not only in the Big Ten, but in this draft is Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. He does look a lot like Patrick Peterson, and I am, based upon how they have run their draft, be very surprised or excuse me, how they've run their free agency, be very surprised if he's not the pick for the Lions at three. Uh, there's certainly a potential there to trade out of that pick. And certainly somebody, maybe the Chargers, maybe Miami, to secure a quarterback there and then perhaps move down, still be in a position to get a great defensive player, but Akuda would certainly fill some needs. Um, they did pick up Desmond Trufant, but they obviously lost Darius Slay. It's going to be tough to replace, but Akuda can absolutely do it. He's got size. He's got length. He's got foot, click, foot quickness. He's got closing burst. Um, you know, he's not great at anticipating routes, uh, not great at getting off a, a box, but you know, he's really technique sound, really good football player that can be an impact, solid, solid uh, to elite number one corner in the league. Got a very high grade on him, and you can see how high uh, over at LandryFootball.com. The guard from Michigan, Michael Owenawu, is looking more and more like a day three guy. I think with improved hands placement, improved footwork, he can take a step forward as a drive blocker. Um, he's scheme-specific. He could struggle against quick upfield penetrators, 6'3", 344, did 26 reps at the bench at the combine, plays 
with strength, but not with a lot of explosion. Didn't take part in the other athletic tests. You know the situation with the lack of pro days. I started all 13 games for the Wolverines last season, third all Big Ten selection, created out well, but he's going to need to get better condition, play with better contact balance, better footwork. Um, one of the best route runners uh, in college ball. Judy is the best, but Rashad Bateman um, is maybe the best-looking returning route runner in the Big Ten, and going to be fun to watch. And, um, you know, he, he finished, I know, in 2019 with uh, a very good route running grade of in the 90 percentile lead ability there to set up defenders, stem his route, 6'3", 210, um, really good. Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith um, and Bateman are probably the best receivers at least route running-wise, that are coming back this year. But I wanted to um, get into some more draft talk. Michigan safety, Josh Metellus and the tight end, Seth McKeon. Metellus, 5'11", 209. Um, Was all Big Ten three times. Strong tackler. Really physical. Hits you, versatile, line up, a lot of spots. We're going to get to the details and in-depth film room draft reports on all of these guys so you want to check that out in the coming days and weeks his trouble keeping up with the speed receivers a little bit on the small side for a box guy but a good player good player nonetheless got to play certainly on special teams Michigan tight end Seth McKeon good catch concentration uh, really good at spotting up in zone he's an ideal backup tight end Got experience as an inline blocker, experience in space, initial contacts really good and leveraged. Um, you know, he's got some ability to catch the football. Late round pick, undrafted free agent that can absolutely stick, be a solid special teams guy, really good backup tight end uh, for a young guy. These these this is in position. I, I realize that Sometimes it's not exciting to hear about these guys. These are guys you need to know about. These are guys that really fill out your roster and make your football team really good. Maryland running back Anthony McFarland. <coughs> excuse me. Very decisive. Runs very hard. Hard nose back. 5'8", 208 pounds. Short frame. Really good speed. 4'4", 4 Um. He's got ability um, to put moves together, accelerate in a hurry. Um, He's not what you'd call flexible or powerful, but does a good job of exercising pretty good value in both areas. I think he's a rotational back, back backup back at the next level that can really help and make a team uh, Minnesota linebacker Camille Martin plays upright, but um, really good finisher as a tackler. Strong, willing tackler. Um, a little bit slow to diagnose. So, remember what I always say, toughness and instincts. Instincts are not ideal. Um, 
He's not good with his run fits. A little bit late can diagnosing. Um, but he's got good tenacity, good special teams player, long way to go. Don't know that the natural skills there, but sometimes the better understanding you begin to anticipate a little bit better. So special teams is going to be key for him to be able to survive until he learns and perhaps can develop into at least a sub-package linebacker down the road. Ohio State wide receiver Austin Mack does have a little Cody Latimer in him. Uh, he looks the part, not a producer. That's what I mean, 6'2", 215, intelligent, instinctive, um, does a good job of stemming at the top of his route, but just doesn't have a lot of production. A lot of talented guys at Ohio State, but, you know, big-time players find their way to rise to the top. So let's earmark him. Let's remember him, Austin Mack, guy that maybe is better than we think, that just wasn't as productive in college, or, you know, what's wrong with him that he didn't earn more playing time at Ohio State even though behind some good players. Shea Patterson, people have asked me a lot about him. Um, six one two twelve. Some people have compared him to Jeff Garcia, and I think size-wise and mobility-wise, that's accurate. Not as accurate, though, a passer as Jeff Garcia was coming out of San Jose State. Um, he's got mobility. You know, he, he processes pretty quickly, can improvise. Uh, plays pretty fast, but again, a lot of the system that he's been in has been a lot of high-low reads and very decisive by design that allows you to get the ball out of the hands pretty quickly. Outside the league, but kind of in the region, sort of, east of the region, Connecticut tackle Mike Pert, a guy that a lot of people in the league like, um, I don't think he has great play strength and hand usage at this point. He's 6'7", 318, but he's a four-year starter at Connecticut. Um, you know, I think he has enough frame that if he can really work to get stronger, he's got a shot. At 26 reps at the bench, uh, but he doesn't play with the same type of strength on the field. So he's a developmental guy. I don't like him as high as other people do, but I do think he has some ability to develop and in time I think could develop into a pretty nice player. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, boy, he's got really good hands. 6-2-2-12, really good possession receiver, except one thing, run 4-4-8. Showed explosiveness in in the vertical and the broad jump. Um, I think it's going to help his draft stock. Um, I think he's a big slot with some ability to get to the outside. I think his quickness in and out of his routes are not as good as his speed would indicate and his three-cone and his shuttles would indicate that. That marries up. So his route tempo's a a little bit off. Um, Footwork's not all that good. The outbreaking routes are not really good. Doesn't run well enough um, <clears throat> to 
to play outside, and, and he runs well, but he doesn't really explode on the outside ideally like you'd like. So he's got some route work and footwork needed to develop, but while he is doing that, I think he can become very effective as a slot receiver. Look, the guy can catch the football. He needs to learn better footwork and better route running, route running and he can be pretty good. Navy athlete Malcolm Perry, loved watching him at quarterback. I think he's a priority free agent, prolific option quarterback for the midshipmen. He's going to be making a position change with the size and, you know, I think marginal athletic testing numbers, maybe a long shot, but the guy's got really good playmaking ability. Uh, I think he's very creative. I think he's got some ability uh, with the ball in his hands, and I'd like to see him potentially get a chance as a slot receiver. Uh, Brian Lewerke, Michigan State, um, really disappointed in how he developed through the course of his college career. And he's got some traits and talent that's worthy of looking at, but um, the confidence not real good. Ball placement not real good. Um, uh, you know, accuracy, footwork's not all that good. So um, I think he's a late, like last round, uh, priority free agent type guy at best. Some guys I mentioned that, um, you know, um, Bateman coming back for Minnesota. Some other, couple other receivers in the league that I think are intriguing is Chris Olaf coming back. Um, it's going to be one of the better receivers coming back, uh, certainly in the conference. Um, he is, I think, the best receiver they got coming back, uh, even though Garrett Wilson's really good. 6'1", 188. Um, boy, great, good, creates good separation. I mean, he, in charting the throws and him getting separation 10 yards downfield, he's one of the best in the country. Um, really impressive, and I think he's going to have a breakout year for the Buckeyes. Um, and, of course, you are very familiar with Rondell Moore. Um, not a breakout year for him. He's already broken out. I think he could be a fringe Heisman candidate when you look at him. Five nine one eighty. Of course, he jumped on the scene as a freshman, uh, limited just four games as a true sophomore due to the hamstring injury. But, boy, as a true freshman, he went off. I mean, 1,258 yards, 12 touchdowns, 114 catches, 200, um, rushing for 213 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, unbelievable, uh, just breaks a tackle consistently, averaged 7.5 yards after the catch per reception, um, just been a phenomenal player, and I think he's got a good future, not only uh, in the country, uh, in, in college ball, but uh, in beyond. And again, um, just a reminder again that um, uh, I do think Bateman's one of the best route runners we've seen uh, and excited about seeing him going forward. Some uh, recruiting news to get to from this past week. Uncommitted four-star defensive back Jalen Davies relieved his uh, revealed his top seven. Uh, and Ohio State is among the group with Alabama, Arizona State, Texas, UCLA, USC, and Washington. Uh, six foot, 165. Already made plans to visit this spring. 
but we're going to have to see uh, where that is. Arizona State and Washington were scheduled March and April. That's on hold due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, he uh, So we'll see where he is. Got a lot of those trips scheduled for April. We'll see where he goes. He's a modern-day pro- uh, product, Santa Ana, California. Um, plans to take the ACT in June, and we'll see whether he can take those visits there. But, you know, while Ohio State certainly in the mix as they seem to be with some of the top players nationally on a consistent basis. Um, Penn State made the final five lists for Caleb Williams, the great quarterback out of Washington, D.C., uh, who's got a top five of Clemson, LSU, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Penn State. He took the official visit to Oklahoma in early March before the shutdown of the visits. Uh, of course, um, Mike Loxley's going to work him hard as a local product. Oklahoma has had success with quarterbacks. Clemson is just big recruiting players, and LSU's a big guy on the block that everybody wants to visit now. But is this a guy Penn State can get and hold on? I just get the feeling that Penn State's made the top five, but I don't know that they have a real end to be the final one. And in the end, finishing second in recruiting just doesn't make a whole lot of difference. Uh, Four-star athlete Bryce Steele is still going to make his choice, scheduled to make his choice on April 16th. He's an athlete, but is more likely going to play safety. We've talked about him before in a couple of other shows. North Carolina is high on the kid, and he's a local kid there. Uh, But Ohio State's in it as well, so we'll keep you posted on that. Some Mac recruiting news. Western Michigan received a good verbal this past week from three-star quarterback Connor Eastope. He's uh, He had offers from all the Mac schools, some interest from schools like Michigan State. They didn't offer him, but they had some issues. A dual-threat quarterback, and he's one of the top 30 quarterbacks uh, in this class. So it's a good quarterback that can be a really good starting caliber quarterback in the Mac. And you know that when you get a really good quarterback in the Mac, it kind of separates you from the west, rest of the schools in the Mac. Ohio State, uh, excuse me, uh, Iowa received the verbal from three-star athlete Cooper DeGene. Um, uh, he is 6'2", 195. He is um, likely going to start out in the secondary, likely at safety. He's from Ida Grove, Iowa. Um, he's top ten player in that state. We know it's not a talented, rich state, but a local kid that they like, they feel they can develop. Got him in, and it certainly helps to get those type of guys in early because it also begins when you have those guys that are really big, Hawkeyes or Cyclones, they they can begin to work to help you the rest of your recruiting class. So Ohio State received the verbal from three-star cornerback Devontae Smith. Oh, not the Alabama Devontae Smith. No, this is another one. Six feet, 185 pounds um, from Cincinnati. Is uh, one of the top 15 players in the state of Ohio in 2021. Um, so really good-looking kid. Um, Ohio State's class is as good as any right now in the early stages. Um, still a long way to go, but a really good class. A 
good four-star commitment at tight end for Nebraska this week and Thomas Fedone. Um, excuse me. Sorry. He's not committed to him. Uh, but made an indication that it's a strong lean to Nebraska. So we shall see. 6-5-2-17. Um, he's made multiple visits to Lincoln. Clearly the favorite. But LSU, Iowa, Michigan, Penn State are all in the hunt. He's from Council Bluffs, Iowa. So still a ways to go. But definitely as a top 60 player overall in the 2021 class, Nebraska has definitely got the lead. And Wisconsin did get a verbal from three-star linebacker Jake Cheney. Head offers from Michigan, Louisville, Pittsburgh. Uh, now the Badgers have nine commitments for this cycle. He's from uh, – Lehigh Acres, Florida. He's one of the top 30 inside backers for the 2021 cycle. Also, this week, Nebraska received a commitment from three-star linebacker Christopher Paul. Chris Paul's um, 6-1-2-10, not the point guard Chris Paul. Um, second linebacker recruit for them in this cycle. One of the top 25 inside backer prospects Um one of the top 50 best prospects in the state of Georgia. They uh, got offers from Michigan State, T.C., West Virginia, Central Florida, so they're not beating Georgia on them. Georgia hasn't offered from my understanding, but it's a good player nonetheless, three-star linebacker Christopher Paul. And Rutgers and Greg Schiano gets a verbal from three-star cornerback Shaquan Loyal. He's 6'0", 175, good in-state grab. Uh, he's from um, Westside High School in Newark. One of the top 75 cornerback prospects in the country. Top 25 player in the state of Jersey. Uh, Syracuse, Tennessee, uh, or other schools that committed him. Again, good player that can help your recruiting class by beginning to help you recruit the rest of your class. Uh, uncommitted four-star athlete, Zaki Wheatley, has released his top eight list. And in it, a couple of Big Ten teams, in fact, Northwestern, Penn State, Michigan State, Maryland, and Wisconsin are all in it. Penn State, Virginia, and Maryland are the programs who've hosted them thus far, 6'2", 180 pounds. Um, so we'll see where he goes. He's uh, from Severn, Maryland. So we'll see if, uh, again, if Penn State can make can close this out. Can Mike Loxley land one of these guys? Obviously, with the Virginia visit, has a strong academic lean. So let's keep out for Northwestern. Can they get it done? It'd be interesting to see how this plays out. Mel Tucker uh, make a strong run. When you're visiting Northwestern and Vanderbilt, you know that he's got a strong tie to some academics. So, you know, is he going to look at And Virginia, of course, uh, as well, looking at, maybe some of these options be real interesting to see where uh, it plays out so that's some recruiting news of the weekend some coaching news grand valley state has hired michigan graduate assistant ray roundtree as a receiver coach um he's a for- really good young coach uh he was a good contributor for the wolverines as a player he spent last two seasons as an analyst role serving as a coach for colorado state in pueblo not Colorado State, Fort Collins, but CSU Pueblo, uh, but young into the coaching world. Some transfer news over the past week inside the league. 
Miami redshirt junior quarterback Jackson Williamson has entered the transfer portal. He was originally named uh, a starter coming out of summer, but it was Brett Gabbard who ended up getting control, um, Blaine's brother. Um, having fallen behind Gabbard and Peck in order, he's going to retain two years of eligibility at his new school. Uh, former Nebraska redshirt sophomore wide receiver um, Javon McQuitty has entered his name into the transfer portal. Um, he had some serious knee injuries at Nebraska uh, ahead of the 17 season. Um, appeared in total of nine games in 18 and 19, catching two passes, looking for an opportunity to get more playing time. It's as simple as that. We've mentioned it, obviously, all last week. It's a week old, but just a reminder again that Ohio State did get Trey Sermon, the Oklahoma senior running back, to transfer. So the six foot 216 Pound tailback, very productive for the Sooners, average six yards a carry. Now, again, a lot of that scheme-related. This guy can catch the football out of the backfield, make plays in space. He's got a lot of experience. And, you know, with Master Teague um, and, you know, guys kind of moving on the draft, it's you've got a veteran guy you can add with Master Teague to go along with the young talent that they have. Clearly a lot of young guys, but experience, they don't have a lot of sermon helps. Central Michigan redshirt senior quarterback David Moore. Um, his suspension appeal to the NCAA was denied. Was suspended after testing positive for a banned substance in early October. The NCAA heard the appeal on March 18th. No avail. Uh, he's going to be eligible to return um, on October 10th. Missed at least the first five games. Um, so you got George Pearson, Tyler Shearer, Tyler Pape, and Daniel Richardson. None of them who have started a game or the names to watch at the quarterback position as Central Michigan starts their season and awaits David Moore's return. Um, Hampton, redshirt senior offensive lineman Keldrick Wilson, pretty good player, is looking at a couple of schools uh, to transfer to, and his visits, like everyone else, has been held up to the coronavirus. It looks like it's going to be West Virginia or Indiana. Uh, 6'5", 300-pound. Um, Illinois, I think, is also in it. Uh, he's good starting right tackle that can play uh, at Big 12, Big 10 level. Uh, Iowa redshirt sophomore Henry Gow has attended the transfer portal. 6-1-2-0-3, played in two games. Um, rushed 15 times. Uh, good back, but certainly going to be limited action behind Torin Young and um, that this past year and Makai Sargent. And with Tyler Goodson and Shadrick Bird taking over, um, Gill needed to move on to develop some playing time somewhere else. So we'll see where he ends up. Former William and Mary redshirt freshman offensive lineman Marquise Morris has transferred to Rutgers, 6'5", 325. He is from Jersey. Uh, the former William and Mary lineman excelled at Burgeon Catholic, both football and track. So we'll see how it ends up there. And then former Nebraska cornerback Tony Butler has transferred to Kent State as a graduate. 6'2", 200, saw the field in 21 games. Senior, um, all Big Ten academically, going to be eligible to play immediately at Kent State. want to end up the show with a look, draft room look, at Tristan Wirfs and Yatir Gross Mattis. Tristan Wirfs, um, 6047 320 10 and 2 8 inch hands 34 inch arms 80 
two eighths inch wingspan, four eight five forty, two seven eight twenty, one six nine ten, twenty four in the bench, thirty six and a half vertical, ten one broad jump, four six eight short shuttle, seven six one three cone. Freakish athlete. His number is short and the film shows it. Just the fourth Iowa male athlete coming out of high school to win both the shot put and the discus in consecutive years at the high school level. First to win three straight discus titles since the 50s. He started at offensive and defensive line in three years at Mount Vernon High School in Iowa. Four-star recruit. Iowa, Iowa State, where the schools he considered the most, obviously ended up at Iowa. 6'5", 320. Really improved his game greatly over the three years as a starter. Came in as a true freshman, only true freshman tackle to ever start for Kurt Ferentz. He recorded an overall grade just under 60%, struggling in pass protection. Allowed 18 pressures and 241 pass blocking snaps. Improved greatly on the 2018 season in the 812 snap sample. Raises overall grade to close to 75% cutting his pressure rate in half from 7.5 to 3.5 in sophomore year. And then last season, he brought in another improvement, graded out 89% in pass protection, 90% in run blocking, really graded out well over 90% most of the years, uh, most of the year. Um, that t- is the type of improvement you look for. He's got all the physical tools to hold up. Um, and he's just a guy that just gets better and better and and better. As I mentioned, the only ever true freshman to start at tackle in the Kurt Ferentz era. He broke Brandon Sheriff's uh, hand-clean record when he was only 20. He's just got proved by leaps and bounds. One of the more improved players I've seen over the past three years in all of college football at any position. Not only physically dominant, but smooth athletically. Um, not just a brute. Powerful. Uh, when he gets a clean engage, he just throws defensive linemen off the screen. He's um, very well coached. I mean, he's got NFL coaching in college on the offensive line. His hands are just so heavy, so strong, so powerful. When he extends his arms, he can jolt defensive linemen. Very quick feet in the pass set, always under control in balance and in balance. Uh, won't seat an inch in the pocket, sinks his hips, absorbs p- pressure rushes very easily. Um, you know, they play in a lot of tight splits. Tight ends can protect them a little bit in space. Um, when he's got a long edge, he struggles a little bit and it has something to do with his wingspan or lack thereof, his arm length. Again, only 34. For someone his size, that's short. Um, Plays high on the move. The power doesn't show up nearly as much when he gets a little high. And I think because he tends to lunge a little bit due to his hands. Look, at the very worst, this guy's going to be a great, I mean a great guard. He may have to move. Um, no doubt. But, he I wouldn't give up on him playing tackle. I think he could do it. But to me, he's a zone-blocking, 
Kalesi Osemele type guard. A uh, little bit of Cam Robinson in him. Uh, had 693 reps at right tackle, 161 at left tackle. Um, you look at um, him, I think he's going to be a first-round pick, and I think it's going to go pretty high. He he's just doesn't have a lot of holes in him. He's a guy that you can trust and rely upon um, because he's just so sound fundamentally and athletically he's gifted. Uh, I think he may have – you know, maxed out a little bit and may have some limitations in terms of playing on the edge. We'll see. Yatia Gross uh, Matos, such an intriguing guy. Four-star recruit coming out of uh, Chancellor High School in Virginia, 2017. 6'5", 605-0266, 9-6, 8-inch hands, 34-7-8-inch uh, arm, 82 and, and two-eighth inch hands, uh, wingspan rather. Um, we'll run about a 4'6", 34-inch vertical, 10-inch broad jump. Um, received a lot of offers from Penn State, Clemson, Alabama, just a whole bunch of folks. Um, ended up going to Penn State. Um, the guy's got a lot of ability. You know, you'll watch him on tape. You'll you want to see a little more. Um, in, in two years prior to this past season, he had a pass rush grade that failed to get above 70%. Uh, you know, his win rate wasn't as good as it needed to be, um, in one-on-one pass situation. I, I thought he stepped up his game a little bit and improved, but not a lot. I would like to see his pressure rate to get a little bit better. Uh, I think he was above average this past year. He never quite developed um, as as I thought he would. He's a little bit awkward, and, you know, the lack of great tape concerns you. However, the guy has got unique and special athletic qualities. I, I think he's Jason Pierre-Paul. When Jason Pierre-Paul came out of South Florida, he didn't have good tape. He was drafted on potential. This could be Gross Matos. Um, physical tools of an edge defender, but the tape just doesn't give you as much as you'd like to see. Nice long arms, swim moves. Uh, I think he does really good inside as a rusher. I think he can reduce him inside nickel. Um, there, there are times... You know, you think, well, what, what's he going to be from, um, you know, he, he doesn't look to be as unbeatable <clears throat> as a guy with his ability should, like JPP. He's also going to be 22 by draft day, so you wonder a little bit about that. The traits you can't teach, rare length, size, flexibility, unbelievable power with his hands um, against uh, Alaric Jackson, one of the best tackles in the Big Ten. Man, he just threw him around. Um, again, I think some of his pass rush, best pass rush moves comes from inside. He has the ability to slide under and around offensive linemen, which is really impressive for a guy his height at 6'5". Um, doesn't, you know, uh, he's a little bit slow, reactive um, player. Um 
you know, I don't like how he puts his his pass rush moves together, and I don't like the coordination of his feet and hands. So he's a he's going to need some technique work. He'll flash for reps, but then doesn't dominate like games that that he should. In short, he should be a better player, more productive player than he is. He tries to run straight through tackles instead of exploding into them. Balance is all over the place. He's just going to end up on the ground too much. Um, you lined up 60 snaps in the B gap, 19 in the A gap, 19 over the tackle, none off the ball, outside the tackle, 462. That's where he is. I think you need to really work on his footwork, his hand usage. I think you've got to slow the game down for him. I don't think you can ask him to do too much schematically. I think you need to bring him along, get him comfortable, improving his technique, and then let him grow from there, much like the Giants did with Jason Pierre-Paul. I think this guy, if you start looking, and I'm not going to give everything away, but on the draft board, you see a high second-round value, a 6-4 grade, but he's among the top 30 players in the draft. I think he's likely going to go in the first round, probably going to be late uh, late in the first round, just like Jason Pierre-Paul. So the – comparisons kind of stick there for me. Hey, folks, appreciate you joining us. A reminder again to check out LandryFootball.com for all the draft boards, um, scouting report information, all the news and notes inside of our notebooks on the college and pro game, and check out our great friends at 401k Generation. They're licensed in all 50 states. They can help you with your financial planning, your financial goals, money management, investments, Whatever the case may be, give them a call. Tell them that we sent you, 1-866-998-5879. Check them out. And again, take advantage of that scouting season offer over at LandryFootball.com and see the game from a whole different level from a coaching and scouting perspective. Also, make sure that you flip on over to the NFL podcast for more information um, inside the world of free agency. Uh, and certainly, we'll get um, – a lot of draft talk in there as well. As much as we can, it's been so busy on the free agent front. But sign it all, sign up for all of it at Landry Football's conference call wherever you get your podcast. And if we can help you promote your business, drop us a line over at contact Chris over at LandryFootball.com. And also send us a question if you wanted to address us. Um, we'll address it on the air. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Join us again tomorrow for Big 12 Football and Beyond where we'll – Take you around that conference, what happened this past week. Go over a number of their prospects within that league as well as talk about the latest from the world of college football on a national stage. We got it all covered for you right here. Part of Landry Football's conference call, our college football show daily, as well as our pro football show. So give us um, a listen, sign uh, up, rate, review, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. And flip on over to our pro football podcast We appreciate you joining us. I'm Chris Landry.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.